2: That's right. Ya ustedes me conocen. You guys already know me. It's your girl, Amara Negra, and you're listening to Exactly Amara, a production of iHeart. And thank you so much for tuning in. Como siempre se los digo, mira, don't forget to subscribe, okay? Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform, whichever it may be, and rate us those five stars. Leave us those reviews. Head over to the YouTube channel where you can also watch and listen to the podcast by searching for My Cultura Podcast and clicking on Exactly Amara. I always want to do episodes that are impactful, episodes that connect with the people that are listening, that connect with you guys, because I do this for you by me. Pero I do this with so much love. And today I really want to explore, you know, the complicated question of life, love, and everything in between. Today's episode is a deep dive into a timeless question. Loving versus being loved. Which one feels better? Which one are you? Are you more of a lover or are you more of like, love me, love me? And if you are a love me, does that make you selfish? Bueno, loving and being loved are two sides on the same coin, you know, because it's all love, you know, no bad vibes, pero the energy feels different. They are both bringing a unique joy and challenges. What exactly is love? I really want to talk about the difference in between loving someone and being loved and I honestly feel that a lot of us are constantly looking for love in the wrong places because we feel, felt, or didn't grow up feeling loved, whether it is by your mother, your father, your siblings, or whatever the case may be. In my case, I am going to speak from the perspective of being in a relationship with someone at some point in life. And something in a habit that I've worked really hard on breaking is I've had the Build-A-Bear syndrome, the build a man syndrome, where you find someone broken somewhat and you feel the need to fix them. And that is my way of loving. I I want to love you by fixing your hurt by fixing the broken pieces that i feel that i can repair and that is the biggest mistake we can do because people come as they are they need to be loved and accepted for who they are as they are in that moment you meet them in life cuz yes people can grow evolve and change but you have to love them with their challenges the biggest mistake you can do is try to change someone no one can be changed unless they choose to change if they want to change you know because if you feel like you want to change someone, then that means you need to find somebody else. Someone that is what you visualize, someone that is what you want to love. Cause you would hate for someone to try to change you and been there, done that. Loving someone, I've learned that is to love them with flaws and all. Whether it's your friend, whether it's your, you know, of a, a father, a mother. We've had situations, obviously, we've all seen it where you have an alcoholic father or a mother or a drug addict, whatever. And you have to love people how they are, for who they are, in that moment in life. You can help them in their journey, but there's a difference in between helping and changing. And a lot of times we feel that we we do it with love so it's okay to change someone, and that's not okay. We all express our sense of love for one another differently. You know, my mom shows me her love, obviously, by Well, obviously through food, because it's a very Latino thing. She shows me her love through food, but she also shows me her love through being really hard with me. She expects a lot out of me because in many occasions, you know, they can see things that we can't see for ourselves. And that also happens when we feel that, oh, you know, I am going to love you by trying to change who you are. And I am going to change you by forcing you to see the best in you. And we don't all receive that love the same way. And and also, you know, when it comes to, to being loved by, you know, what it is to be loved as a Latina or from the Latino perspective in many occasions, when it comes to relationships, we've seen that there's women that have accepted, and men as well, that have re- accepted this love that can be very toxic. You know, oh, I love you so much that I am going to change you. I am going to to treat you with this, this masculine love that can become toxic, that can become hurtful. I, like those relationships where they slap you and then they te they, they pasan la mano, like, you know, that's just me because I love you so much, I, I have hurted you. Or because I love you so much, I did this. And we, in many occasions, are in so much need of love that we accept the wrong type of love. Does that make sense? Mira, I'm gonna speak from my perspective. I've spent many occasions that I was raised without a father and that, you know, affected the way that I see love from the male perspective. I've been in many relationships that have been toxic, that have been not healthy, but looking for that love and acceptation, like, I want you to accept me. I want you to want me. I want you to embrace me. You accept things that obviously are not good for you, that shouldn't be tolerated, but you're, you're always seeking to be, to be loved, right? Right. And that makes you, in many occasions, become the lover. I want to love you because I wasn't loved. I want to love you the way that I wish I was loved. I want to do this for you. And in many occasions, that person may not want that. That person may not need that. That's why therapy is so important. I'm not going to lie. You know, the older I become, the more I understand that finding a professional that can help you really is important. When we love someone, we experience the incredible feeling of nurturing, caring, and providing support. You know, when someone loves you, it's a beautiful validation of worthiness, and it can boost your self-confidence, and that's extremely important, and we have to appreciate those people that put the effort into trying to show us how much they care about us, because in many occasions when we're not prepared for that, what we can do is push them away, you know? A lot of us don't know what it is and don't know how to accept and receive being loved by somebody else. We can push them away without even noticing. And I really feel that those things can come from traumas from our earlier ages of how we were loved, how we were treated. Even in school, it could be anything. It could be one traumatic situation can affect the way that you perceive love from your family, from your friends, from your loved ones. All those things really do matter.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude.
0: You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.
1: Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away.
2: I never want to be the one to point fingers and judge any of the parents because now, as a parent myself, I understand how hard it is. I'm a workaholic because I'm trying to give my daughters the best future possible. And in many occasions, kids don't really care about none of those things. They care about the time and the quality time that you spend with them. And I can't tender. From the Latino perspective, from the immigrant perspective, a lot of our parents didn't spend too much time with us growing up. And they didn't give us all that love and affection that we were seeking for because they were so busy trying to be a parent, uh, a parent that had to have, a you know, not only one job, but two full time jobs uh, besides being a parent who weren't, you know at home, as much as we may have wanted to, who may not have been able to support us the way that we wanted to, or or just show us that love and appreciation the way that we wanted to, right? Because they were so caught up working and trying to provide for us. And all those things, believe it or not, do affect you. I'll say how it, it affected me. It affected me because I have become a workaholic. You know, seeing the way that my mom had four jobs and was barely ever there for me she would come out of work super late at night. That was her time to clean, cook, whatever, prepare meals for me in the morning. She would leave at six o'clock in the morning to work. I would barely see her, maybe to, a, you know, un besito en la mañana to wake me up. And I would have to, she would leave like, you know, the breakfast or lunch, you know, ready for me to take it home. But then I wouldn't see her again till the next day in the morning. And I knew the rules and regulations of when you come from school, close the door, don't let anybody in, even if they knock. You know, I knew what it was to have to be basically raised on my own for a very long time. And it was her way of trying to find ends meet. As an immigrant with no documents back then at that time, she had to figure out ways to financially stay afloat with a child. And at that moment, maybe I judged her. Now as an adult, I thank her and I respect her for the grind, the hustle, the things that she had to do. I think that sometimes we can be very ungrateful with our parents and not, you know, give them their credit. For all the hard work that they had to do to raise a child in this world in these times, things have changed. You know, it's not like back in the days when la vecina, el vecino, whatever, your neighbor would be like, Oye, me, cuidame la niña, cuidame el niño, take care of my kid for a couple of hours, I'll be right back. Those days is gone. You have to figure out who, you know, what babysitter, what nanny, what daycare center, whatever it is you have to do in order for you to go out, work, hustle, grind. And, Unfortunately, all those things, you know, the, the, the way the society is set up can affect the love and support and and the structure that you feel from your household, from your mom, from your dad, the quality time that you get to spend. And in many occasions, as you grow, you try to find that and replace that love in other places, whether you do it with your friends, whether you do it in relationships, or whether you do it with other things. We see people that, you know, try to fill up that void with drugs, alcohol, with sports, with dance, with games, with Whenever we feel that we're not loved, whenever we feel that there's a gap, whenever we feel there's a space missing in there, we usually try to fill it up with other things. All the things that I personally have suffered and been through, because everybody in life has gone through their own stuff. Let's be clear about that. Nobody's perfect and everybody is struggling with their own demons in one way or another. Nobody's life is perfect, no matter how perfect they make it seem through social media. Everybody is going through their things. There's a lot of people... They're portrayed to be, you know, so happy and have a perfect life outside the exterior of them. But when that door closes, they're really looking and searching and seeking for love. They want to be loved. In many occasions like myself as an entertainer, I am accustomed to giving of me. I give my voice, I give my talent, I give my personality, I give, you know, my my body, I give my image, I give my charisma, I give my I give. I'm a giver. But in many occasions because I give so much, people don't worry about pouring back into my cup. People don't worry about maybe she needs love, maybe she needs to be, you know, maybe she needs back. Nobody really worries about that and and that's, you know, In many occasions, even when you see artists that, you know, their life changes and their life shifts and and many things may occur is because you become so used to giving that your your cup gets empty and you also need love and you also need that support. And. Like I say, in many occasions, this happens also with our parents. This also happens with the wives. This also happens with fathers. This also happens because, let's say, I I heard this once too also from a male perspective, that as fathers or as men, they're expected to be strong, to be brave, to provide, to be the provider, to be the protector, to to give. You're supposed to do all these things, but who protects you? Who loves you? Who who caters to you? Who comforts you? Who hugs you? Like, and I think that we're so caught up in all the things that we're doing ourselves, you know, we're we're so caught up in wanting to be loved and be taken care of and the validation, all these things for ourselves that we forget to be that loving person for someone else, that we forget to fill up that that cup, that space, that emptiness for somebody else. The smallest question of like, how can I help you? Can I be there for you? Just even a simple hug, you may not know what that person is going through because as much as they may try to portray, we're all out here in this world portraying this facade. This facade of being happy. We're so loved. Everything is perfect. We look good. We eat well. Everything, especially now with social media. We're in a world where we're so accustomed to portraying this happiness and everybody's good, these perfect relationships where nobody argues and everybody's always in a vacation with matching outfits That is like, when that door closes, what is really going on? How do you really feel? Those businesses that have become multi-million dollar, you know, businesses and everything seems good. Can we see the behind the scenes? Can we see you cry because your business didn't go well? You know, that you lost money, that they ripped you up. Can I see the behind the scenes? Everybody has their vulnerable side. Everybody has had to sacrifice something. Everyone has had, you know, has gone through a heartbreak. Everybody has gone through something. Why is it so hard for us to be honest, vulnerable, and just transparent with our lives? Why are we so busy trying to portray this perfect life? That's not true. Why is it so hard for us to say, I need to be loved? I want love. I I feel empty. I I need something. I need someone to help me fill up this void. And as much as you're supposed to do that for yourself because self-love is the most important thing, I understand that. That's great. You can love yourself as much as you want, but we're human. We're meant to have human connection. We weren't born in this world by ourselves, right? We're meant to have human connection. And sometimes we just want to be loved not by ourselves. We want to be loved by somebody else. It could be your friend. It could be your mother. It could be your father. It could be whoever it is. Just love overall is universal. You may not speak the same language, but you can feel what it is to be loved. And it could be from the smallest things as, like I said, my mom loves to love me, loves to love people through food. That is her way. She she likes to cater. She likes to see you eat. She likes to know that her food, the, the what she did with her hands, you know, being able to cook a hot meal for you and, and fulfill that hunger in your stomach. That is her way of showing you her love. My, I remember my mom would argue with me or or be upset at me or, you know, give me my whoopings and then she would come with a plate of food and that was her way. And later on through life, I understood that was her way. There's people that show their love by being physical. They like to touch. They like to hug. They like to, there's others that like to gift things. You know, there's different ways of showing your love. Some people show their love by giving, by gifting. I'm going to give you this and this is my way. And I understand that part too, because if you work and your work requires sacrifice and you use your sacrifice money to buy something, to give, to provide for somebody, to show them your token of love, you got to appreciate that.
0: That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, A-L-L. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude.
0: You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.
1: Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away.
2: I think it's also important to know overall the people that surround you, how do they love to be loved? And I also think it's important as as that other person on the other side, use this conversation that we're having right now for you to bother to take time to ask somebody the simplest question. How can I love you? How can I love you better? How can I show you how much you mean to me? I know it sounds really corny, but you have no idea How that simple question that can feel awkward can change somebody's life, can change your relationship, can change the dynamic of the situation or the life that you're living at this moment. The smallest question, I know it feels awkward. And if you are an awkward person like me, that I'm socially awkward, text it. Maybe texting it makes you feel more comfortable. Out of nowhere, out of the blue, how can I love you better? I think it's important to ask each other How can I love you better? What can I do to be a better person for you since I am part of your life? And honestly, there is no one size fits all answer. It's a matter of perspective and personal experience. Some of us may find more happiness in giving love while others are extremely happy in just receiving it. And I don't think that makes you selfish either. You know, I feel like everybody has their own ways. We're all born with different mechanisms and, and that's okay too. But here's the beauty of it all. Love, love is love, you know, and it feels good whichever way it may be. It it enriches you, it enriches your life. It's not an either or situation, okay? It's a delicate dance between loving and being loved that makes our relationships so profoundly fulfilling. And that's really what matters at the end of the day, you know? Just trying to figure it out naturally it's the best way to go about it with no pressure. So how do we find balance? Honestly, would be the question for me because it's very hard to figure it out. And there's no rule books. I always say that there's no rule books on how to live your life. But how do we navigate the intricate interplay of love in our lives? It starts with self-awareness, understanding what you need, what you can give, um, how to have open communications, you know, just freely freely feeling like you can be honest no matter what it is that you're feeling. Feeling like you can communicate openly really is important. And understanding and also talking about expectations and boundaries. You know, I expect this. I want this. How can I do this? I think communication overall is the key to me when it comes to love, to loving or being loved. Don't be afraid to talk, okay? Here's what you can take home with you. As I wrap up today's episode, Remember that the magic of love lies in giving and receiving. Embrace both sides. Cherish the love you give and savor the love that you receive. Tell me that's not fire, that quote right there. You better you better use that as a caption on your Instagram post. Hey, yeah. Guys, by the way, like I always say, thank you so much for joining me on this thoughtful journey of today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and share and just leave an amazing review until next time, guys, love, love as much as you can, love the love that you receive. My beautiful listeners, stay true to yourself, embrace the people around you that surround you with positive energy, be that light that just you know, lightens up the room when you walk in. Make sure to find me on YouTube. Catch the show by searching for My Cultura Podcast on YouTube and clicking on Exactly Amara. Follow me on Instagram at Negra A-L-N, and... Como siempre, you guys already know. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. And for more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This has been Exactly Amara.
0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. We went from normal life, healthy child
1: to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, A-L-L. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude.
0: You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.
1: You know that feeling when you walk into
0: your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Antibia.